This podcast is brought to you by On Track Studio. We begin today by acknowledging the Gubby Gubby people as the traditional owners of the country we are recording in today. We recognise their continued connection to the land, waters and acknowledge they never ceded sovereignty. We pay our respects to Elders past and present and extend that respect to all First Nations people listening today. Welcome to another episode of Boring is Bad for Business. As a brand studio, we've seen too many brands play it safe and it's causing them to get lost in a sea of sameness. With this show, we want to encourage business leaders to embrace what makes them different and translate that into bold brands that delight and spark emotional connections. I'm Suji. And I'm Joel. In this episode, we're going to talk about branding for the future. So the last episode, we really started to break down things that we're noticing that are starting to change within within branding as a whole. Um, And this episode, I'm just going to sort of put my tinfoil hat on a little bit and just talk about things that are changing in the future. I just want to start by saying I'm not a futurist. I don't have a crystal ball. Um, I'm going to start talking about some sort of technical stuff where, you know, I just want to be really clear that I don't really know what I'm talking about. Um, But these are just really off the back of conversations that I've had with, you know, experts within the field, research that I've done on my own. And yeah, just really want to highlight some areas that I think branding is really going to take off and, and elements and, and tech that's going to change branding as a whole. So, um, you know, super exciting episode. I'm here to learn as well and listen. Again, I have no language around these topics you're going to, little language you're going to share on, but I do think they're exciting. Yeah, we're, we're baffling, waffling. Let's just get into it. Well, yeah, and I just want to sort of say like we were looking and, and you look back at like the 80s and the 90s, um, even the early 2000s where they're sort of making predictions for the year 20. 20 and it's like i don't have a hoverboard um my car doesn't float um i still consume food on a plate like it's not in in tablet form yet so you know predictions that we're making are just straight up predictions what i want out of this podcast is really just to get the audience um and even us like sort of just looking at tech that's that's evolving around us which is super exciting and then figure out how we can leverage that through through our brand so opportunities that might lie. The first thing I'm going to jump straight into, and it's straight into the deep end. I'm completely uncomfortable talking about it, but we need to talk about it, and that's the blockchain. So anyone who doesn't know anything about the blockchain, please do a Google, because um, Google is going to be way more informative than, than I am. But yeah, we're really starting to see some some cool things that are starting to happen on the blockchain. Uh, on the blockchain. <laughs> And um, in future episodes, I really want to get an expert on just to, to talk about this exactly. But yeah, there's really cool things happening with, with smart contracts, which you know are on the blockchain. We'll use blockchain tech technology, things like NFTs. And yeah, we're, like, I'm going to talk about Nike a lot throughout this, this episode because they've always just been someone that's really leading from the front. And you know, they're sort of future-proofing their, their brand now of investing in you know, blockchain, metaverse, which I'll touch on a little bit as well. Yeah, it's really exciting of like, you know, they're they're putting out NFTs that, you know, you can only get online and they're sort of accessing you to, to products and experiences that you wouldn't be able to get online. Um, sorry, offline. Let me rep- represent the people for a second and this is okay. probably going to put you on the spot. Yep. So see how you go. You've obviously, we're having conversations with people that work in um, blockchain, NFTs, yep. metaverse, etc. That language kind of sounds somewhat familiar to us. Uh-huh. I'm going to represent the people and say like, for the people who don't know what blockchain technology is, can you give us your layman's definition? And obviously people, this is Joel's definition of it and uh-huh. what we're, gather- we're still learning here. 
Yes. What is your definition? Well, I see blockchain as someone explained to me as if you look at blockchain, it's a book. And then each of those pages within that book contains data. So that data is stored on multiple computers. So, you know, one place can't get hacked and then it's sort of all lost. And yeah, it's this new piece of technology that ultimately revolutionizes and moves away from the way that we're able to hold and use data. So all of the data is stored across multiple pages in a book. Yep. And And then then that whole book is one blockchain. Right. And to make an update to one page, all the other pages have to say, kind of also talk. I'm not sure. Okay. All right. But the idea is that the data is not held in a central place. It's held across multiple places, which makes it more impenetrable to hacking and more secure. And then is it correct that... Blockchain technology is what is behind cryptocurrency and the metaverse, the metaverse, yep. NFTs, and etc. So this is the, the the technology that is behind all of this. Yeah, and the reason I want to talk about it is because you know even the way I answered that question, like it, it's still very new to me. Um, I jump online, try and sort of get as much information as I can, but it's still really confusing. And I think that's just due to the infancy of the tech. We sort of saw this with the dot com boom which ultimately crashed, all this money was getting pushed to, to the internet. You know, this new fandangle thing that was going to, well, has ultimately revolutionized everything we do. But at that early stage, it was still very restricted because it was just new tech. So all this money came to the internet, sort of what we're starting to see now with NFTs um, and even, you know, crypto, like just fully peaked and now just the arse end of it's just fallen apart. All this money was, was pushed towards it, similar to, to the internet, but there was kind of no commercial aspect to it yet. Like it, it's still really in those early days. And yeah, I think we're ultimately building the pipeline. All the framework is starting to sort of come into place. And then the commercial aspects is going to sort of just start to come on, come on top. Um, the more and more people I talk to, like every conversation I have to someone that works, you know, within this tech or, or has a better understanding than I do of like, Okay, so what are the commercial viabilities of it and how can I use it for my business and my client's business? And they all sort of say the same thing of like, it's not there yet. So, you know, this episode, I'm not trying to give any sort of advice by any means, but just be aware of it. And I think keep sort of researching it and and sort of seeing how it's innovating and how it's changing. Um, Because I do really believe that it's going to be part part of the future. And, you know, it's definitely something that we need to be focusing on. Yeah, and I do think that from my – and I'm not a total newbie to this. I have done research intermittently on and off. I do think in some some shape or maybe a different form, um, blockchain chain technology and or cryptocurrency or something is going to be a major – it's going to have a major impact on the future of business and of branding. Uh, We are even seeing banks these days, especially the crypto, are now offering the ability to buy crypto. So there are like, you know – Traditional businesses and organizations who are slow to move are adopting the technology, which is a sign of change. Yeah, and you know, you touched on it very a bit earlier, and it's the metaverse, which is built u- using blockchain technology. Um, and anyone who isn't just at home struggling through a podcast about technology, um, yeah, the metaverse is is ultimately a virtual version of the real world. There's elements of the metaverse that aren't online. So, you know, it could be considered um, augmented reality. You know, that's a part of the metaverse. Um, Did you ever play any games like 
Half-Life or Habbo Hotel. I wasn't. No, I've never been a gamer, but I've heard, I know. Yeah. Everyone knows it. All the Sims, I would just assume yeah. that they're all similar. So I guess the Sims, like if the Sims was taken, everyone knows the Sims. If the Sims was taken online and you could interact with, with other. Isn't that what it is? Well, I think it probably yeah. is now. Um, I used to just trap people in pools and remove the pool and watch <laughs> them drown. Super dark. But yeah, that's kind of an element of the the metaverse. You know, it's again, not something new, but it's just the technology is sort of pushing it there and, and people are wanting to spend, I guess, more and more time online. And it, it is pretty interesting because we see brands like Nike, Zara, Gucci, Adidas, Atari, Burberry, Vans, fucking Lauf Laurent, like they're all jumping in this metaverse space where you can jump on and, and do experiences with, you know, LeBron or or buy a pair of, of shoes that you couldn't get, you know, in the real real world. Um but yeah, there's there's so many opportunities for, for bigger brands on the metaverse. Um but yeah, I see that, you know, there's gonna be more and more opportunities for for brands and, and, and service based brands you know, on, on the metaverse coming, sort of moving forward. Just going back, I think it's great. It's, and this is the thing, it's new information, it's new technology. Yep. It is difficult to talk about. But there's a concept that underpins all of this and it's really well known. It's the adoption curve. So mm-hmm. as you know, that you've got your curve and it peaks in the middle. There's the, the low at the start, there's the high in the middle and then it also drops off. I think that what we're talking about here in this episode, all of these trends are really out and there's like five segments across that curve and it's like the innovators the early adopters the early majority which is where you see things coming into everybody's doing Mm -hmm. it the late majority and the laggards with these topics of blockchain metaverse crypto as you said the the technology is it at its infancy being developed the people who are buying into it and the brands that are experimenting with it are those innovators so the brands that traditionally have those budgets to do it are the nikes Mm. Um, or potentially really agile, young, innovative businesses where they have the ability in their commercial sense to take those risks. And they're also just talking to the innovators. But just think that, imagine that that's a small market. So I guess if you're wanting to get into this and you're wanting to get like where the late majority or the early majority of people are using this technology, it's going to be a little bit further down the pipeline. Yeah, and I think we just need to focus on it and just be ready to go. And mm. just sort of have... you don't want to be doing... The, you don't want to be the laggard to the party. No, you don't want to be, you know, the uncle rocking up to the barbecue in what was a cool t-shirt. And now everyone's like, oh. Yeah, he's... What was that? Ed Hardy? Ed Hardy. <laughs> he's just rocking an Ed Hardy shirt now. But I think the thing is that, you know, if you can be an early adult, the idea is that we're talking about things that could be an opportunity for you, something mm-hmm. to research and keep your finger on the pulse. And if you have the ability to experiment, do that. But I guess with all types of technology, and you're seeing it now with... Bitcoin and crypto, only invest what you're prepared to lose because it is a very, it's a changing landscape. Yes. And in, I'm not talking about making an investment financially, investing in your business, what you're prepared to, you know, willing to put on the line. It may not pay back, it may. Yeah. And I think, you know, looking at things that sort of are, are pumping now, like like socials, like if we could have jumped on or, or sort of your business or your brand could have jumped on to, to Facebook at those really early stages and, and put a lot of energy and, and, and money sort of in that, you'd be ultimately reaping the war- rewards today. So again, sort of just what I'm saying with this episode is just having a finger on the pulse of, of what's going on. I think with the metaverse, like like you said, you know, big brands are, are really starting to leverage it. But yeah, just to give you an idea of just how how they're leveraging it, Nike put on 600 pairs of sneakers um, that was a limited run. They sold 
you know, 600 pairs in six minutes and they got the return of $3.1 million. So like there's money being spent and I think it's only a matter of time that that starts to sort of come from the from the top down to, you know, those smaller and medium brands to be able to leverage that that community. I'm going to move away from Metaverse and the blockchain, which I'm really excited to move away from because, um, yeah, like you said, you know, really new tech. but And yeah, it's, it's a bit of a rabbit, Warren, and I sort of seem to get a little bit lost in it. One thing that we're... I'm really excited about is is voice technology. It's pretty crazy. I used to get like a, a message from someone that like voice recorded themselves and I was like, how lazy is this individual that can't even text me information? And then I did a voice recording and sent it to someone and I was like, that is the sickest thing ever. So easy. I use them a lot. I've noticed you started using yeah. it. Um, and yeah, like data shows that 47% of adults are searching via voice per day. Um, and that's equivalenting to 20% of all searches um, across the world. So that's, they're crazy numbers of just like people jumping on a tech and really pushing it. You know, Google, you know, via Alexa or Google Assist, Siri, Samsung's got, got one. But yeah, the, these bigger organizations are, are really picking up on, on voice tech. And I think it's only a matter of time that, you know, businesses are going to be able to sort of jump into this tech as well. Like even the evil tyrant Zuckerberg, um, he's sort of working on this Java AI. I don't know if you've seen Iron Iron Man. Oh, no. Um, (laughs) Yeah, there's this uh, Jarvis sort of runs the house. Um, And yeah, he's ultimately building building one where it actually has Morgan Freeman's real voice. So like he walks in and can talk to Morgan Freeman through the walls. Pretty crazy. I've heard of this though, that there's an experimental company who's bringing out, you can send in a voice snippet of somebody who has passed, essentially the same thing. Oh, yeah, I've heard this. Yeah, and then it will talk back to you in their voice and piece it together. And that's really experimental and on the edges. Uh But I think voice, yes, it's rising. An example of bringing it into business is sending voice messages and using that to connect on social media. Mm -hmm. We're not talking about search here, but literally I send them to people that I'm trying to connect. I've connected with either in a networking event. I want to send a follow-up. It's so much more personal, I think, to send a 15-second, hi, really nice to meet you. Yes. Can we touch, you know, touch on this, and et cetera, et cetera. Um, that's a simple way to integrate this technology. Yeah, and then I think moving forward, you know, there's so many opportunities of where this could could go. You know, like my idea of, you know, you're having an issue with your car and you can use sort of an AI from your local mechanic that can talk you through fixing a problem or, you know, you're you're talking to a Nike shoe rep completely online and they can actually answer and customize that experience for, for you as an individual. I definitely think that that's something that, that brands are going to be start to push into. I don't know where that's going to sort of land for smaller and sort of micro brands, but yeah, definitely something that is at those early days is being developed. And I kind of see that the potentials are, are endless and super exciting. Another element that is still in those early days, things are starting to sort of come to fruition and then I think are going to really make a big impact down the road is generative design. So for people who don't know what generative design is, I'm going to explain it through a case study, which we'll share in the notes. Um, it's through a designer called Patrick Humner. Humner? I've probably said that wrong. Um, so please let me know if I if I have um, and a partnership with Lander, where they've created a brand identity for a winery called Brut. This winery, you know, they have such dramatic changes in the weather that they thought, how good would it be to be able to create these three D particles 
that are captured in real time at the winery and then they can show them you know, on the website or, or on the packaging. So, so if it's windy, these particles act like wind. If it's raining, the particles fall. And it's almost making this brand living and, and breathing and it's using technology to you know, capture these real world time elements and yeah, articulate that through, through the brand and yeah, in turn making, making branding a little bit more human. Um, we see it in architect, uh, architectural design. We see it in furniture design. Um, and yeah, it's obviously starting to make its way into uh, branding. And yeah, I think it's another one of those things that's sort of just like starting to open the gateway of like what is what is possible. You know, I'd love to see it sort of move forward more. Like there's this idea of like smell-o-vision. <laughs> obviously, that's not a new idea. But like, <laughs> you know, imagine if you could kind of capture a smell of, of something and then, you know, it comes out through through your phone or you know, something that's ever-changing and then be able to articulate that through through the brand. I think it's a it's a really exciting piece of tech and I can only see it just gaining more and more momentum. Yeah, I love that. I think it's two things for me that are just to play the opposite and the opposing thing here, like love a trend and this is the exciting part of the podcast where we yeah. can kind of like have a talk it through and different opinions. I think what that winery did well, it's strategically tied to their brand. Something that differentiates them is the weather is quite unique. Mm-hmm. So let's bring elevate that into our brand. It has to come from a reason to tell that story. Yep. And it's almost like making art out of that identity, which is really cool because that's what this is making ex- experiential or making it an mm-hmm. experiment. I think it's kind of also this idea of making your brand an experience probably isn't new and like a generative no. design. It's, it, I'm not disagreeing that it isn't a label that's around, but I think it's one of those things that it's just it's, it comes back to that idea. And perhaps it's like not a and how do you make your brand more create a deeper brand experience? Yeah, and I think ultimately what I wanted to get off off this sort of topic was just being able to create more genuine experiences. So whatever that experience might be, whatever that idea might be, it's just making them more, I guess, human, less boring, less boring, definitely, and and a lot more immersive, which we understand and, and know that once it's a bit more immersive, a bit more real. There's a lot more cut through, yeah. Um, and you know, I've, I touch on it lots because obviously this is a a podcast. It's a lot easier sometimes just to organically explain something than you know typing it out and sort of trying to send it in an ad. Yeah, it, it's coming from a real genuine place, um, and that's where I see you know this sort of tech starting to push. And I can only see it sort of um, knock on wood, you know, for the better of of branding. Um, yeah, more people experimenting, more people investing in creating rich ideas and experiences for their brands yeah absolutely so that brings us to the end of uh the part two of the future of branding um again i just want to say like ultimately for this episode i'm really just trying to get everyone excited about the potential of tech moving forward for, for branding and yeah and if anyone has any issues with anything i've said about the blockchain or metaverse please email me would love to have you on just to sort of clear anything up or yeah for you just to be able to give us your insights of how we can make the blockchain really work for the commercial viability of, of, of branding. We've also touched on on voice tech and then also generative design. So lots of cool things in the pipeline and I'm really excited to see where it all goes. So thank you for listening to another another episode of Boring is Bad for Business and we look forward to speaking to you next week.